Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, August 24th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. And welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and we try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to be discussing a text from 1 John. But before we begin, let's pray together. Let us pray. O oh God, you pour out the spirit of grace and love. Deliver us from cold hearts and wandering thoughts that with steady minds and burning zeal, we may hear you speak in spirit and truth. Amen. Amen. This is from 1 John, the third chapter, verses 16 through 23. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. How does God abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses help? Little children, let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. And by this we will know that we are from the truth and we will and will reassure our hearts before him whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God and we receive from him whatever we ask because we obey his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he has commanded us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. So we've been looking at faith through the lens of children's books on our sermon series on Sunday morning, and our book this week is Cactus Hotel by Brenda Guberson. Now, this book uh, is about a saguaro cactus and kind of its whole life cycle and all the animals it kind of cares for from the point when it's two inches tall and it provides shade for rabbits and ants to even after it has died and the skeleton of the saguaro lays on the ground and animals take refuge underneath it. Tara, in this book, the cactus gives itself over and over. How do we connect that kind of giving love described in this passage from First John? Well, I think um, we are a people who believe in grace. And what that means is, you know, through nothing that we have done, we are offered salvation. But this is something different. I think this mm-hmm. is, we should be able to see that grace that we have received in our actions, in the way we give of ourselves over mm-hmm. and over. I've certainly read this before, but when we were reading it this time, I was like, that sentence, how does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother and sister in need? I think it can be said by and large that, right, Americans have the world's goods. Yeah. Um, And so it really puts some responsibility on me. It also reminds me of how insulated I am from need because Mm. I live in this little bubble where people look like me and do the same things I do. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, as you said, it seems every time I've read this passage this past week, that particular verse just really seems to rock me to my core of, 
it is really difficult to not get caught up in the smash and grab everything that we can, that we have, uh, whether that be material goods, whether that be privileges, whether that be our rights. Um, but what I love about the Cactus Hotel is this, not only this giving of oneself, it allows a cactus wren to make a nest inside of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but in the giving of itself and that, the cactus wren eats the bugs, you know, that, that would be harmful to the cactus. And I think that not, that's not why we love, but there is, uh, when we do love, something changes within ourselves. Um, something uh, in our spirituality grows. And so that's, that's what I love about this passage in this book is we give of ourselves because that's what Christ did for us. Um, and we give ourselves not um, separately, but in the wider community, in the wider community of our church, in the wider community of our mm -hmm. town. You know, I love the book because um, in describing kind of the life cycle of this cactus, it's really talking about an economy, right? Yeah. Um, everything is used. Everything is used to bring life. Mm. Um, and nothing is wasted over this life cycle. Um, and I feel like as Christians, we are called in this economy of humanity hmm. to be the people who give yeah. and to be the people who love. Um, I will also say that for us modern Christians, and I think I'm speaking just in our context, yeah. sometimes I wonder how can love God's love abide in anyone um, that you refuse to hear their differing perspective and accept them where they are. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we always set up these divisions. And I think... Um, we think of sacrificial love a lot in physical terms, but I think there's a sacrificial love in accepting other people where they are, mm -hmm. even when you think they're wrong. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, we can keep with the desert motif of we draw lines in the sand mm -hmm. um, and, and refuse to step over that to love. Um, whether we believe the other person is being ignorant or being stupid or being uncaring or being... Um, wrong that we can enter into a dialogue and I think that is loving but if the dialogue moves to the point of of pain of of teasing of looking down on um, then we've we've lost the love and the point that we entered in that dialogue in the first place yes I think that is very true sometimes I feel like we think that we should correct someone or teach them mm -hmm. because otherwise they'll have this erroneous whatever mm -hmm. um, but sometimes it's good to remember that it is not Tara's job to transform people mm -hmm. it's the Holy Spirit's mm -hmm. so maybe I should think a little less about their business and what they think mm -hmm. and just get back to the work of loving yeah I tend to take responsibility for things that are not mine to be responsible mm -hmm. for and then shirk the one true calling to love as Christ loved yeah what there is kind of this interesting part in the passage where it talks about um, our hearts condemning us. It says, Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God. What, what do you think it's talking about our hearts condemning us? I think that is first century talk for a conscience. Hmm. I think there are times when there is literally a bodily feeling that I have done something wrong or done something well. Yeah. And I think what this passage is saying is that even when you have done something that your heart condemns you for, 
we're still offered salvation, so pick yourself back up yeah. and try again. Yeah. Is that how you read it? Yeah, absolutely. Back to what we were talking about earlier of I think I've been in situations with someone who disagrees with me and in the heat of the moment said something and my heart has condemned me later on. Uh, and then comes the humbling process of do I apologize mm-hmm. for this for this thing that I said that I know that was wrong, that I know was unloving? Uh, do I drag myself over there um, or do I just, you know, let it go? Um, that, you know, our relationship's fine. It'll be okay. Even though that I am sure of the unlovingness of my comments, of my tone, of of how I interacted with another beloved child of God. And, and that's where I think having a God who died for us, who knows that we are sinful and we can come to God for that forgiveness and then go to that person for forgiveness. I literally had the thought this morning, I do not want to be the bigger person. <laughs> like there's this relationship I need to kind of check in with. I think there may be some conflict. And I literally thought, I, I don't want to be the bigger person. I just don't. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to. Um, because I think that that's our calling. That's part of loving someone to care enough to have the hard conversation. Yeah. But check back in with me later. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> our quote is one of my favorites from Fred Rogers. He says, Love isn't a state of perfect caring. It is an active noun, like struggle. To love someone is to strive to accept that person exactly the way he or she is, right here and now. Gotta love Fred Rogers. (laughs) Please join us again on Wednesday, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you know when new episodes come out. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.